Hello, my name is Wallace and I'm a pastor. I want to share with you this morning just some encouraging words. I want to encourage you to trust Christ, to follow Christ. I want to encourage you to stand in the midst of that which seemingly is overwhelming. I want you to look at these mountains that are ahead of you, that are in front of you. And I want you to know that you can scale those mountains through the power of God. That He's the one that's actually going to carry you. He's going to equip you. He's going to work for your good. He is sovereign and in control. Yes, it seems daunting. It seems as if your circumstances are overwhelmingly demanding. But I'm here to encourage you. That as you look to Christ, as you trust in Christ, as you put your faith in Him, you will be more than a conqueror. You see, you should be in this situation that you're in. You should be seemingly overwhelmed and outside of your comfort zone. You should be in a situation that seems way beyond you because it causes you to depend on God. You see, we as human beings, we like our comfort. We like to consume. We like everything to be easy, like the lazy river at the water park. We just want to chill. You see, God has not called us to be chilling Christians. He's called us to be committed Christians. Confident Christians, confident Christ followers, confident in Him to do the work that we cannot do. So I want to encourage you with a scripture. I've been reading Titus, you see. And, and Titus is a letter that the Apostle Paul wrote to encourage Titus to establish leaders in a place called Crete in every city in Crete. Paul writes this letter to him and he says, look, I left you in Crete in verse 5 of Titus chapter 1. I left you in Crete that you should set in order the things that are lacking. In other words, there's a problem. But he gives him a solution. He doesn't just leave him completely clueless. He gives him a solution. He says, I need you to do this. I need you to appoint elders in every city. So he gives him some guidance. He doesn't leave him completely on his own. He trained him. He's been molding him. He's shaping him. He's done some things. He gives him guidance. He just doesn't say, hey, I left you in Crete. There's things lacking. Figure it out and leaves. No. He says, I want you to appoint elders. And he gives specific guidance on what these elders should look like, right? So in every city, appoint these elders. Verse 6, if a man is blameless, he needs to be, right? He, he needs to be a husband of one wife, having faithful children, not accused of dissipation or insubordination. Uh, he says, for a bishop must be blameless as a steward of God, not self-willed, not quick-tempered, not given to wine, so on and so forth. So he gives the criteria of being an appointed elder, a leader in the church that can teach sound doctrine. And by the way, Titus, as he goes on in the rest of chapter 1, you're going to face false teachers and you're going to face opposition. Can you just for a moment, 
get into Titus's shoes. I want you to get into his eyes and see that which is before him. An overwhelming, daunting task to appoint elders in every city. Now, this is not a time of social media. This is not a time where he can travel quickly. This takes time. And not only does it take time to spread and to establish these leaders in the church while he's combating and all these unforeseen obstacles and challenges that might come his way to do that which is way beyond him. He's thinking, I'm not Paul. Who am I? Right? Who am I? You and I, friend, can relate to Titus. Who am I? A daunting task before us. So just get in his shoes for a moment. Walk his path, walk his journey, and feel the hail storm. Hear the lightning. See the clouds and the storm and feel the pressure. Titus is feeling that. He's seeing that. Surely he's questioning his faith. Surely he's thinking, who am I? How can I do this? Now, the scripture doesn't say that. But I can only imagine a human being like Titus, a young Titus, being left in Crete. Paul leaves him. My friend, have you ever been left? Now, I'm not saying he abandoned him and and it was as if he didn't care. He had to leave and go somewhere else and he left Titus there in Crete. But you know what it's like for somebody close to you that gives you strength. You know what it's like for someone that loves you, that comforts you, that's sort of a comfort for you. You know what it's like for that person of comfort in your life to leave you or for you have to you having to leave them? You know what it's like. I want you to go back to that moment. Feel that feeling again. Think of that moment. I, I, I can almost think, this might be a little extreme, but, but I can almost think when I was a child, my father would bring me to a, day case, day, uh, a daycare center at night when he would go off to play bingo and and this wasn't family this wasn't friends this was a public daycare center for at night i can remember crying every time i went hysterically i mean i did not want to go i dug my heels into the ground i was grabbing the side of the door of the car i was grabbing anything that i could the handle the seat belt and i just he was dragging me and prying my little fingers off of the seat belt to drag me into a place i did not want to go i felt alone i felt scared this was a scary place right it was it was crazy it sit you down and and put you in this little this little like gated area the babysitter or the staff member would leave and go to the back and you'd never see them until your parents came and got you they sat you in this little area some kids would fall asleep in their bed or on their mat and i would sit there in front of the tv for several hours watching the twilight zone scary place friend I know what it's like. I know what it's like to leave my family. If you're deployed and you're, you're a military member and you leave your family, they leave you. That's tough, right? Or you've had to bring a child off to college and you are that child being dropped off at college, whether you're the parent or the child. It's tough to be left. It's a transition time. It's scary. Right? So Titus is surely feeling some of this if he's human. If he has any blood pumping through his veins, emotions running through his body, then he's probably a little bit concerned, a little worried, feeling left. But now he is faced with doing something that to me is overwhelming. I mean, can you imagine a step? We, we know how hard it is to get people to volunteer. 
You know, these aren't people that are going to be paid. There's no contracts being signed. He's got to go find good-hearted people that are that are that are that are step that will step up to the plate and lead. And now he has to manage them and make sure they do the job. That's tough to get people gathered up to do things and to 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 continue to nurture them and keep track of them and hold them accountable and meet their needs and supply them and facilitate the 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 support and whatever it may be the come on the the this is this is quite a challenge right so i just just as we paint the picture there we can almost feel what titus is feeling my friend maybe you feel the same way about what's going on in your life right now I want to encourage you. You see, God wouldn't call Paul if he is not going to equip him. And he provides Titus and so many others. You see, God wouldn't call Titus to do this thing through Paul. He would not call Titus if God wasn't going to provide the leaders in every city. That he, God wouldn't call Titus if he's not going to provide for him the energy and the grace and the mercy and the peace. And that's exactly what Paul reminds him of when he writes this letter. Because he says in verse 4, he says, To Titus, a true son in our common faith, grace, mercy, and peace. You see, Titus needs grace. He needs God's favor in his life. That's grace. God's favor that he's going to help him in the journey. He needs God's peace. Because this could be quite overwhelming. We need God's peace as we are facing all these challenges in life. Whether it be with our job or with our children, being a father, a mother. It's hard, it's humbling to be a good parent. But grace and peace unto you, my friend. God's going to provide for you. He's going to sustain you. He is a sustainer and he is on time. He doesn't just spin you up and throw you out into the universe and say, figure it out. No, he rescues you for one and has committed to you to be with you to the end of the age. He says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'm with you wherever you go. Do not fear, Joshua, when you have to lead these people into the promised land. I know Moses died, but Joshua... Do not fear, for I am with you wherever you go. Boy, that's encouraging. I hope that's an encouraging word for you. It's something I need. Now remember, you didn't... Let's go back to salvation. You didn't save yourself. You were paralyzed. You didn't have legs to walk to Christ. He healed you and gave you legs so that you could stand up and accept His invitation of salvation. You see, you were a dead man and He made you alive. Salvation wasn't something done on your own. So first of all, reminder, stop trying to pursue God's favor. Stop trying to pursue salvation because you can't earn it. It's given to you. It's called grace. And that same grace, that same miracle, that same power, that same father, that same commitment is the same power, grace, father, commitment to get you through the journey to help you finish the race. Be encouraged. You're facing a lot. I can only imagine. But God, His hand, the Father, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of the living, not the dead, the God of Israel, the God who proved His love to you on a cross and proved His power in the resurrection from the dead is the same God, the Good Shepherd. 
He's going to guide you through all this. Don't let the enemy steal your joy. It's overwhelming, but it's going to cause you to depend and to see God show up in a mighty way, just like he does with Titus, by providing these leaders in every city, helping him combat the false teachings, keeping everybody in line for the most part. There's issues, there's problems, but God's kingdom is being built and his word is going forward. It doesn't mean that it's going to be easy, but he's going to do that in your life, my friend. Be encouraged. It's a mountain, but through him, you can endure and you will climb it because he is your legs taken by the hand. You're a blind person. You can't see. Trust him. He'll guide you through this journey. Lord bless you. Lord keep you.